Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, it's in here in the comic book shop. Hence, if there's a distant hum, it's the refrigerator. <laughs> uh, decided to record this on Monday after putting up a bunch of stuff on the archives for uh, Zombie Years. Which, hey, it's going to be on every Wednesday. And now through August. And uh, we'll have new episodes every Wednesday. And Vigil will be on there on Saturdays. I gotta figure how many episodes that's gonna be. That's going to be an interesting take, too, I have to do. Because I'm combing the archives and putting everything in order. Um, so, what is your worth? That's a good and hard question to answer. It's one of those things that we rely on outside parameters to like answer. You know? Like, our bank accounts, our clothes, our look our status, a lot of things. We A lot of different things that we use to kind of measure that and say if it's one thing or another. And, and I think it's something that you seriously have to look into in your worth. And what it is a lot of times, I think, it's not your bank account. It's not the clothes, not anything else. It's good information. It's a symptom. Your body, what have you. It's... Um, it's a symptom of what it is, but it isn't your worth. Your worth is what you can do. And there's different times in your life that you have different worths. And depending on your actions, your attitudes, and your platitudes, it's what's going to become of it. Your worth is based on your abilities and your ability to do certain things. And that's why I always feel like everybody has some type of worth. Because you can help somebody, you can tap them on the shoulder, you can talk to them, you can reach out to them. You can do a lot of things to find it, you know? Um, to find a value to yourself is a good exercise. It's something that comes through meditation, it comes through your actions, comes through what you're doing. And if you find yourself lacking, which I imagine if you clicked on this podcast because of the title, is maybe what you're looking for. And sometimes it's imagined and sometimes it's real. A lot of us sit here saying, are we something? Are we, are we, am I something to, to be reckoned with? Am I something, somebody to, to, to care about? And sometimes we look at love, you know, and, and our self-love and who we're with and what, what do we attract and what do we have? And that's the other side of it. And again, what do you put out there? What are your actions? How do you put those for, uh, forward? I always have this um, scenario that a lot of times, a lot of the, those, those things that I always tell people and shit, you know, like, all right, you know, a lot of times I always, you know, the classic thing is like, oh, the, the lottery situation. If you won the lottery, what are you going to do? What would you do with yourself and everything else? I remember seeing a documentary years ago. I forgot the documentary's name. I have never been able to find it. It was, a, you know, a little bullshitty of a documentary, but it was uh, about lottery winners and how a lot of them got got this and it was fucking horrendous man like it was like the worst thing to happen to him one guy his like brother was trying to like the one guy like he literally won the lottery a month later his wife left him took half the money spent the money on a bunch of other stuff like eight months later he was kind of like in the shitter about everything and then detectives knock on his door because he finds out his brother was trying to have him killed so he can get the money and I was like, shit, like this guy went through the fucking ringer. 
And all these other people were like just these horror stories one after another. If I can find it, I'll put it in the in the comments, a link to it. I thought it was very, 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 very interesting. But what's interesting is that at the end of the documentary, one of the things they noticed is that they put people that it went well for them after they win the lottery. And one was a couple that they were both foster children. They were um, they, they were foster children growing up. They never really had a real family. They came together as a husband and wife. And they became foster parents and were able to make a huge foster home to get all these kids together and give back. And a lot of times those people that could give back, those are the ones that got something. Another gentleman was in a South American country. It was never really said where. And he had won all this money and he, and he decided to travel. So he was on the South American uh, country and he gets robbed and he has nothing. And he's wandering this neighborhood trying to get back after he gets robbed and beat up. And this uh, young, young family comes up in their car, picks him up. He doesn't know where he is. He tries to tell him the hotels. They go around. They drive. Finally finds his hotel. He, you know, he becomes friends with the family. Family even fed him all this beautiful stuff, you know. And he, he was so glad and so happy to the family. He was just, you know, so indebted to him. And they didn't charge him a penny. They didn't want anything from him, anything. He just got their names. And so as soon as he was able to, he came back and he changed that family's lives, adapted to it, helped that neighborhood so that it wouldn't have the crime and put money into that, 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 um, into that neighborhood because it showed him such kindness and everything. And he found happiness with his money through that. So in those situations, it was, yeah, money, but it's about the worth and what you had and what you could have done. And, and you never know in those other situations, especially the bad ones, what relationships they had, what everything. So you have to weigh the relationships you have. You have to weigh what you're doing and who you are and say, OK, where where am I working for the greater good? Um, you have to look at your abilities and everything else. And this question came to mind for me because I love having a comic book shop. I really do. I, it's, it is a dream come true. It's one of those great things. But then it's retail. It's what it is. And I just feel like all I'm doing is selling shit to people. And I, I, I see some value of some of the value to this. And yes, it's a cult subculture and everything else. But I also see of all the worlds in the world, how the fuck is this doing anything good? And I can at least say that possibly with the attitudes that we have here and the better judgment and, and, and I guess love for this, we've been able to make a small community out of it and bring people together and make people friends that were regularly, would regularly not be friends or, or, you know, would not have found each other if it wasn't for this place. So I, I kind of look at it in that sense. And um, I think it's a it's an amazing thing to get that out of a comic book shop. And it's been hard to feel that lately. I've been feeling more like a fucking, sh you know, shyster with this stuff. But then, like, this weekend, I, had, I finally had, like, two days off. And I finally was able to, like, just get out and just, you know, rest and, 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 and do the things I needed to do. I was still busy. I was still drawing some stuff. I had to do a cover for a comic book sh company. And I had to get that through and get some other stuff. And I was kind of wondering what the fuck am I doing and what the fuck is this and blah, blah, blah. And finally, it came out well because I was able to connect with some people and get some stuff out. And, and, and 
I felt great, you know, because I got my artwork out and I got what I needed to get done. And I, I had a really, you know what it was? I had this great piece come out and I, I was really proud of it. I can't talk about it yet because I'm waiting for approvals, but I was really proud of the piece. Like, I don't care if I don't get any approvals. I'll be, still be like, this is a great fucking drawing I did. And I felt my worth. I felt like, fuck, man, I'm a, I'm pretty fucking badass, you know, like. I'm a pretty fucking incredible person, and and maybe like I, I I'm down on myself so much sometimes, um, but I I've been not giving myself enough um, credit, I guess, and I wondered like I go man how many people go through this and don't have the out, you know don't have a business that they can look on and be proud of they don't have a uh, artwork that they did and be proud of and everything else and so when push comes to shove and somebody comes and kind of comes to shit on your day when things are going good you gotta remember your worth and you gotta be like oh wait a minute like i don't have to put up with this shit and that's what kind of happened too and so i again unless you have that stable foundation of it and i, I know some of you out there may not have that and you you didn't have a family to lean on or you didn't have a support system or you don't have it now or you feel very alone and everything else. And that's when you need to stop. Stop for a second. Stop going after yourself. Stop hurting yourself and look and say, wait a minute. I do have something to give. I do have something to look forward to. I do give something back. I do make something. And it's just learning to do that in those situations that will help you so much and help you get back to where you need to be. And I learned that by, you know, understanding what I've, I've been making and understanding what I've made. And uh, as an artist, you know, you can kind of look through your portfolio, look through your sketchbook and be like, hey, look at me. I'm not that fucking bad. You need that reference and, and to come back to it. And you always have worth because you can always do something. You always say something. You can always write something. You can always tweet something. You can always do something about it. Your actions define you way more than anything else. And even if, let's say, let's say you fucked up. Let's say you're listening right now and be like, yeah, but Juan, I'm a fuck up. I did X, Y, Z. I've done this. I've served time. I've done horrible shit. Right now, you can change all that. At any moment, just as you, you can do bad, you can do good and find where you need to be in all those things. So I think that's an a, a amazing, essential, incredible situation to catch yourself in. I find it all the time. And um, I think it's something to really, really think about. Um, and it's amazing because there's so many times that it's up to you. It's, it, there's, a, there's an idea in Stoicism that talks about that. That in the end, your emotions are your own and you can really do control those. And when you allow to hurt you, to fuck you over, to make you feel bad, all those things is you making those things hurt you and make you feel bad and everything else. And if you worked it out right, you can rebound from it and you can be stronger for, for it and you can do a lot more. And I think that's what you essentially need to do. So sit down and look at what you can do. Sit down and take a piece of paper out. For all you people that follow me know that I believe in the power of the sketchbook and the sketchbook is the best thing in the world. Your grimoire. your And sit there and write out what you can and can't do. 
What is your abilities right now? And what it is that you can't do, is it real? Or is it just time consuming? Is it real? Or does it just take some kind of money? Is it real? Or is this you haven't put any time towards it? And start putting that towards it. Because I don't think anybody is worthless. I think there's something they can do. They just need direction. And if you have direction, that's the best thing that can happen. I remember that was one of the things I used to tell people. Like if I, if there was a horrible, horrible curse I would give to people, it's not having focus, not being, being without direction. I think to me that would be the end all, be all, worst fucking thing that you can, you know, do. That and like eat through your ass and shit through your mouth. That would be a bad curse too. I think that would be a tad, tad bit worse than not having direction. But 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 up there, let me tell you. Think about it. If you had the shit through your mouth and eat through your ass, that would be horrendous. Oh, okay. My muffins. No, just kidding. That was just a message on my my, my uh, computer. Um, Take it all in. See what you guys think. I'm going to get out of here myself. Um, and uh, explore your worth. You know, you are worthy. Now explain how. I mean, customers. Customers. <laughs> Clientele. What keeps the blood running in this <laughs> building? <laughs> well, that's the thing. See, if they spend the money, that's fine. But then they got carapinga. Because I got people that are like, hey, how are you? Yeah, thank you so much. And they walk in and they're really appreciative. And they're like, maybe they don't buy anything. They have a nice conversation or they compliment the store. They might come back. And some people are just like, nah, dog. Yeah, There's you get much. dickheads. But you know what? I'm okay with the gnaw dog dickhead that walks around quietly. Then the guy asks me like 20,000 oh, yeah. questions and then still doesn't buy dick. No, like right now when I've jumped through the hoops for that Batman Foundation book, they didn't uh, buy I shit. thought, no, no, I thought for a second they weren't going to buy it. And that, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking mutilate somebody. <laughs> like, I'm going to stab the shit. <clears throat> see, that, that's the worst type. Mm-hmm. And you see the dichotomy of it. Like, I have guys that you can tell. Like, I even get on John's case. I'm like, leave him alone. Like, they walk in, and you can tell. I don't want to talk to you. I want to look around. And they're in here for an hour, like, digging through shit. They find shit that I'm like, I don't even know I have. And I'm like, oh, shit, cool, you know? They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to have a conversation. They just want to do what the fuck you they know? to do. And it's like, cool, man. Those guys, I'm, I'm like, awesome. Man. The most I do is I tell them, hey, man, I'm going outside for a cigarette. Yeah, if you need anything, let me know. Yeah, that's it. And, and then the cool. other people, they'll literally stand in front and be like, do you have this? And I'm like, like, do you have Amazing Spider-Man, you know, 475? And I'm like pointing, I'm like right there. That's the Amazing Spider-Man section. Feel free to look through it. Yeah. And they'll look like they really, I think they're even like, do I swipe right or do I swipe left? Like, do I like, what the fuck is this? It's like, what is this analog process you're providing me? Like, no, motherfucker, look through. No one digs thing. for comics anymore. No, man. And you know what? Bin diving is so fun. I don't understand. Like, and now that you find shit you never fucking seen before, you might yeah, look dude. at something and be like, "Oh fuck, what's this? Oh fuck, what's that?" Yeah. There was this comic series called Double Icon that I actually enjoyed. It was like a four issue mini. It was, um, you know, I hate to use the term and throw it around, but it's one of those outlaw ones. <laughs> Ew, outlaw which, comics, bro. Outlaw, whatever the fuck. But it's one of those dickhead fucking outlaw comics. And 
it was a cool fucking story. It felt like one of those sci-fi 80s exploitation films. I was really into it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know shit about that, man. I just ran into it one day, fucking bin diving somewhere, and I was like, all right, man, fuck it, I'll buy it. It was like all four parts individually there. I was like, you know what, fuck it, why not? Mm-hmm. Turned out to be a good experience, but I would have never known to look for that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, that's essentially what has to happen. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's like the stuff that I've tripped over, and I've been like, oh, shit, cool, or... But no one wants to do that shit, man. Nobody wants to do that shit. Well, nobody wants to work, period, dude. People suck. <laughs> People fucking suck, dude. Everybody fucking cries. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, I already realize what it is to be that old fogey that's like, back in my day. <laughs> I, I already know what that's like. But fucking A, man. Like, oh, we, were, we were talking about imports, weren't we? Yeah. And when things were imported and it meant something? Yeah, now it's like, I don't give a flying fuck. I just remember with albums. That was like I remember the first import I ever bought was Iron Maiden's Made in Japan. Yeah. And it was twenty eight dollars. Which in nineteen ninety money was like your weekend. Yeah. Like that, that was, was like, like your whole weekend. Like that's it. That's like I'll I'll you're tell you fucked. what I'll tell you what, I used to remember thinking that importing was like logistically hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> remember that shit? Like when there was like mystery to like how did he get these things in Japan? <laughs> so this mangaka uh Kazuo Mezu, right? The guy does a drifting classroom. He has this one manga, bro. It's fucking crazy. It's like right hand of God, left hand of a devil. Mm-hmm. And it is a fucking insane, grotesque fucking manga. Like, I can understand just by looking at it why it hasn't been translated and brought over here yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it, bro. I got on eBay, 30 bucks. I bought the six mangas from Japan. Mm-hmm. That shit got sent from Japan, brought to my doorstep, and I'm like, Damn, dude, to be alive <laughs> today, bro. I remember yeah. back in the day, you were like, "Oh, I came from Japan." Like, oh no oh, wonder, shit! No wonder it's worth a hundred dollars for these six books. Okay, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, now it makes like, sense. Now it's like hundred dollars. Go fuck yourself. Dollars? Fuck it, come from Mars, bitch! Like I'm fucking. Yeah, no, that that was the uh, the. That she came down with Basil's on his fuck ass rocket. Like what the fuck? Yeah, dude? like I imagine, like for some reason, like some American businessman running through like Japan and like and like okay, yeah. like, like you know having to do like shit. some dark deal in the back for a bunch of fucking CDs of Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh, about. That's what imports oh, used to feel like. Oh man. Now it's like, you just don't even give a fuck. It's like, oh, but these come from Vietnam. The fuck do I care? Why are you fucking charging so goddamn much for these books? It's like, oh, man. Can't win. I agree. The next our neighbors are drilling through the fucking wall. Yeah, they want to find you. They want to you. <laughs> this is like Capone's fucking vault over here. What the fuck? It almost feels like they're building a fucking second tunnel for a chapel and shit, dude. You can't win. <laughs> oh, man. So... Here's my idea. I'm opening up my, my, my anthology with Hey Motherfucker. Just really big across two-page spread. Why not? <laughs> Just to get, you know... It gets the point across. Yeah, it's like, okay, what am I reading? This is what you're reading. It's like, hey, motherfucker, check this out. I'm, I'm dying to finish these two fucking projects, dude, so I can just fucking yeah. knock it out and never have to deal with this type of shit again. I'm like completely done doing these types. Of I'm I'm just episodes. getting really convinced because you know what I'm like I'm I'm again getting more and more and more chagrined, and there's times that I'm like, dude, fuck this, trying to make money off this shit. <laughs> like, you know, I just want to make a really good product. That's what I, I mean, want. ultimately, yeah, I want to make money off it, but it's like, oh my god, do the print this and do this. Like, dude, I just want this dude, shit out. It just doesn't like, feel like you're really earning anything because mm-hmm. you'll make like 200 copies, right? Mm-hmm. To earn what? 
fucking fourteen, sixteen hundred dollars. But then you look at the amount of labor you put into that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, was the payout really worth it? So it's like, yeah, it's a fucking labor. It's a it's a passion project at that point, dude. You yeah. just have to do it because you know what? This is what. Well, I all comics like. is. I always say this. All and comics are. It a takes project. a fucking day. You know, like it takes a day for somebody to pe- uh, finish a page. So I mean, how how long is that? And yeah. like, and and you, and you read it in what ten minutes? Yeah. And that's being super considerate. And then on top of that, like, when you really reap the rewards of, like, what that shit sold, if it's not, like, and I'm not talking, like, the luck of you drawing, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle money. No, I'm talking about, like, average comic. Like, hey, I printed this myself, DIY, stapled it. I'm going to sell this on my own. What, what, what are you really getting out of that shit? You know, first the overhead of what you printed it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then on top of that, like, you might reap, like, an extra 1200 bucks over that shit. Like, you're working for, like, less than minimum wage. Like, yes, this is clearly a hobby at this point. Yep. You know, like, unless you're, re- you know, I've always felt that comics is more like a resume. Like, hey, check my shit out. This is what I can do. Mm-hmm. Look at me. And then at that point, someone with big bucks will come in and say, hey, I want you to draw this for us. Yeah. And you get it. But it serves as a resume. Yeah. And for that, oh, I'm all for, for sure. it. You know, like, but that you go in there and like, yeah, I'm gonna self-publish this shit and I'm gonna make bank. Like, yeah, there's a chance you might. I'm not gonna say you you can and be discouraging like that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But that it's not likely gonna happen. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's totally not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just I, I, I'm 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 past that shit now. It's just like, you know, and I work in a comic book shop. What was it? I think it was Rick Remender, one of these writers. He said, like, to really ever make real money on comics, like, oh, shit, you know, have a party because you made money. You have to sell more than 10,000 comics. Yeah. And that's... And that's in the, 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 the comic business. Like, the, the, you know, working for image kind of shit. Yeah. And realistically, even there, like, you stand a chance to still go hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, because that fucking comic doesn't sell or... Hey, surprise, surprise. Beyond the scope of your friends, everybody hated that shit. <laughs> you know? Well, I think the other thing is, too, is like... Well, one thing is just, all right, first issue. Maybe it sells a lot because everybody's speculating and it's like, oh, it's the first issue. I don't want to miss out, you know, because it might blow up. Second issue comes out. That's going to be the, the... Most of the time, whatever your first issue is, yeah. your second issue is half that. Yeah. And sometimes the third issue is half of that. And then from there, probably by your fourth issue, you start knowing your true audience. Yeah, you'll know whether your shit's good or not by issue. Like it's not even good. I've seen some great books not get picked up too. I've read, I read some books that I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. I like this. This is like that Cullen Bunn book, um, uh, Manor Black. Yeah, I I fucking dug it. I thought it was kind of cool. I wanted to read it. A lot of the customers were like, meh. Really? I thought it was yeah. cool. Yeah, that was Silver Coin. I only got like two fucking subscribers. You and like Damn. one other guy. Like, and it's a good book. That sucks. And it's just because people. I mean, taste people being with it. Suck, man, dude. You know, and then you should see the guys that come in here and and bug me about a Spider Man that's coming out in three weeks. Yeah, because they want a superhero with his bulge out. That's what they're more well, into. Oh, the homoerotic adventures are what they are, dude. Like, hey, I want to see Batman's bulge. I don't want to fucking see... Like, I just want him to flex his muscles and he puts his arm around Robin and he supports him in the air. You know, it's funny because in the past two or three years, horror comics have been picking up. But, but, it's mm. still slow going as fuck. Like, you're just not seeing it yet. 
It's like in that in like movies or TV or music or anything. Most of the audience suck. Like you can't weigh yourself as an audience, as an artist by the audience. No, man, you'll end up quitting. Yeah. You're going to really... Uh, half these fuckers, you wouldn't be friends with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, half these fucking people are, are, are such shit. Such garbage. I wouldn't be fucking friends with them. Dude, I meet a lot <laughs> of fucking people. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of mutants that walk in here, dude. They're just yeah. like, wow. And other people are totally fucking excellent. And what I like is there's, there's guys out there that genuinely will give a chance to a book. And they'll genuinely tell you why they didn't like it. At least that's honest. You know? Or and they say they might and they might not even put down the book. They're not gonna be like, "Oh, the book sucked." It goes, "Just not my shit." Some people are not into *Cannibal Holocaust*. Yeah, and that's okay. It's okay not to be into something, but mm-hmm. you gave it a chance and you mm-hmm. saw that it wasn't for you. That's cool, you know. And then there's people that are like, oh, you read that? That just sucks. Oh, really? What did you hate about it? Oh, I never read it. Like, what? Yeah. Are you serious? Those are the worst types, dude. Like, how do you judge? Uh, we have a couple of neckbeards like that, and I always have to correct them because it's like anything. But it's like when they were talking about, like, fucking gay Superman. How can Superman be gay? And blah, 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 and all this other shit. I'm like, when's the last time you picked up a fucking Superman book? What do you care? Exactly. Like, what do you give a shit? You haven't read it in fucking years. You haven't, like, supported it. You haven't done anything about it. And not only that. What's and now this? they need to get audience. They need to modernize. You know what? We're going to make them queer. And That's even it. then, who cares, dude? What's this homophobic shit anyway? Yeah, right, dude. So what? Superman's gay. It actually makes a lot more fucking sense. Mm-hmm. When you really put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, he's probably yeah. turned on by that kind of shit. Why not? Okay. <laughs> the tights and everything. He gets in after a while. And you know what? Fuck it, dude. Hell yeah. But like in Savage Dragon, what I liked is that... Even Malcolm Dragon, which is like my uh, the Savage Dragon, the original Savage Dragon's son, he even has like a like a gay experience and everything else just to try it out. Yeah, because he was just like, dude, we're superheroes. Any day now, we're gonna die. Yeah, you never know. Like I'm gonna die anyway. So what the fuck am I like yeah, being a prude about anything? You know. And that's fair. You know what? Superman wanted to try some shit out. Yeah. Can't be locked in. He's an alien. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he responds to. You know, like well, yeah. maybe he sees something that he really likes. Not to say that you're, you know, an alien for being gay. I'm just saying that in his case, he'd fucking, like, want to try anything out. It's different. Everything for him is different. It's a human And it's experience. funny, too, because then if you go and say, well, back in the day, back in the day, you were drugging people and fucking them. That's yeah. what Cosby was doing. Yeah. That's like, like you're so fucking innocent and good. It's like people were, like, drugging and fucking all the time. Like, dude, that's not, a, that's not okay. I think, you know what, it would make more sense that Superman is into that sort of shit or anything like that because, again, he is an alien and he is very curious about human behavior in -hmm. a lot of ways. Like, he is constantly... He is wondering constantly if he can stuff his penis. Why not? Ain't some ass. Why not? uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know? Well, like, you know, there's even even a great... To correlate, I'm like, I can can even find continuity that will go with it. Um, there's a great story where, um, I think, uh, Lex Luthor finally defeats Superman and he has him on like fucking Superman's all fucked up on the floor and he took his powers and, uh, bummer, stupido, (laughs) it's Joe, Joe's a good customer, Joe's one of the good ones, I like the other ones, you know what you, you know who you are.
fucking top dollar scumbag. <laughs> top dollar. dollar. Fucking scumbag. Oh. Where were we? I don't know. Hating humanity. We were just uh, <laughs> doing something just, like something along the lines of like contrived bitterness. Yeah. You know when you see like the Odyssey and it's just like the fucking Cyclops like throwing rocks at the <laughs> passing ship. They have a couple. I, 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 I never understood the Cyclops more than now. As an, like, the Cyclops? You have your island. You're nice and fine. Nobody's, Nobody's fucking, fucking with, you. with you. And then these assholes show up in a ship. Yeah. You're going to bash him with a rock. Yeah. And it's okay. I never rooted for the Cyclops before. But now... I As am... a child, it was like, wow, oh, Jason and the Argonauts are going to get them. Or was it... Who the fuck... Yeah, was it Jason and the Argonauts? Yeah, Odyssey, yeah. Yeah, Jason and the Argonauts are going to fucking beat the Cyclops. The monster's defeated. Now as an mm-hmm. adult, I'm like, bro, Jason, you're fucking yeah, asshole, so Like, dude. fuck you. You, you went to his fucking place. his island, dude. Yeah, fuck with him. He's he's fine. He's not fucking with anybody. You know what kind of day that guy had at work today? Like, that guy was having a bad day for all you know. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Nothing. It's your house. You wake it's up. You're on a tropical paradise. You go for a morning swim. You're hanging out. You eat a fish or two. You do, like, you know, your thing. And then a bunch of yahoos on a fucking... We gotta steal everything on your fucking island. No, I'm gonna throw rocks at you guys till you sink. Yeah. Yeah, the Cyclops... Basically was the victim. Mm-hmm. Remember that, kids. No, no, I'm gonna ever tell you otherwise. But yeah, people don't really read comics anymore, man. They're just in it for Fortnite codes or fucking... <laughs> And I feel like it's missing out. That's the thing. Like, that's like it's FOMO. It's like collecting pictures of food and not eating or something. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, people, I don't get it. People just buy it for FOMO. It's it's really just like, hey man, did you read that? Uh, did Did you get that issue of like, like this fucking face clan shit? Did you get an issue of the face clan? Oh <laughs> man, yeah, I did, bro. It's like now you're part of the click. Whatever. I think so many is. people are hating on that book. It's gonna be like, I, I think people are gonna buy it ironically. Oh, it could be the room of fucking comics right now, right? Like, Tommy was owes the room. It might be that. Yeah. <laughs> of comics right it's now. It's so bad. It's like art. Yeah. Any second, you're going to hear, like, fucking, you know, Paul Rudd or something being like, yeah, it's my favorite comic of all time. <laughs> like, oh, really? Why? It's just so bad it's good. Like, it oh, wow, that's fascinating, Paul. Lots of substance behind that. All this, and meanwhile, we're doing the podcast. I'm drawing motherfucker on my schedule. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here wrapping up pages, man. Yeah. But honestly, Face Clan, I didn't like it. And by that, I mean like I'm listening to it. And when you showed me that one panel that said facts like that, yeah, honestly, it was enough for me to be like, you know, what? I don't even feel like drawing comics anymore. I, I just want to pick up a guitar and just, <laughs> yeah, just pick up a guitar and just fucking call I'm it a day. Well, he's a hobo now. He's playing guitar. On the so he plays guitar in the metro rail now. Like, why? What? Yeah. He, well, clearly there's no subway, so he's up on the platform in the metro rail. He warns kids to get off of comics and shit. It's like, don't read them. That's devil's literature, man. <laughs> don't read that shit. Man, read that shit. Do something with your life. Don't be, Do make, some pl- don't be making comics, boy. Comics? That's a losing man's game. Like, what? <laughs> no, man. Let me play you a tune for a nickel. Mm-hmm. I remember that day when I saw the FaZe Clan comic. I knew it was time for a change. 
my brain cells were coming out of my ears like it was Escape from Alcatraz. Like, oh shit. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Yep. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, it's this fucking guy. Which one in particular? This fucking guy. Now he went to the back now. Was it John? No, it's Dan. Um, I got three minutes to get the fuck out of here soon. <laughs> you just have it timed down? Yeah, it's down to a science with the traffic. I actually show up at just enough time where I only wait like three minutes. Right. Are you like impatient? Are you like, get the fuck out? I'd start losing my shit, yeah. That's that's <laughs> why I do this. What the fuck is hurt along? Brad Yeah. For all those that understand, when you have a day off and you have to pick up your girl from work, meeting <laughs> at the parking lot at work, Jesus Christ, man. That is that is not a fun game. I started listening to podcasts I don't even know shit about. You know, like podcasts I don't give a fuck about. Like, yeah. fucking, you ever listen to like a podcast about like, I don't know, cooking or some shit? You're just like, <laughs> why am I listening to this crap? No, it's really something that's visual. Yeah, it's like, at least there or I can see senses. something, but no, this is just like, hey, guys. and you know. Somebody's listening to this podcast right now doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, hey, I put this podcast It's on. like, I put this podcast on. Yeah, for why the thing? fuck am I listening to Waiting for my girl at work, too. Wow. Waiting for your girl at work podcast. I should do that. Just talk about useless shit. Yeah. Or tell stories. Yeah. I love when it's one of those supernatural fucking like documentary podcasts. That I like listening to that shit on the way to like traffic or something. Like they uh, found recordings of this and that. It's like, dude, I know it's all bullshit. I'm not really with it, but you know what? For the sake of this rush hour, let's believe in ghosts today. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I don't know why today I feel so fucking tired, man. Yeah, did you sleep okay? I never do. No, I never sleep okay. Hey, man, that's the one thing that's been really good about this fasting. I've been feeling a lot better. I don't have as many back pains. I don't have a lot of fucking... I just feel better, dude. I don't know. My stomach's not hurting. My sides aren't hurting. I gotta check that out because I, I, I feel like backache every morning. Are you on a comfortable bed? Hell no. Eva's bed is not comfy. That's the thing. If you have an uncomfortable bed, it's fucking up. I don't think I remember the last time I slept on a comfortable, comfortable bed. Even in my old apartment, like with my ex-wife and shit, like the bed was like whatever. Oh, that's why you gotta have a comfortable bed. Um, no, that's the frill. Like you gotta have a comfortable bed. No, hundred percent. Comfy bed, comfy shoes. Yeah, it it will, it will fucking catch up to you. That's the one thing too. Yeah, it's just gonna catch up to you somehow. Fucking heart attack or some shit. Well, no, just uh, it's just um, over time you're not giving your body a proper rest to, you know, reinvigorate and redo the fucking cells and all this bullshit that you have. I just need a, I need a fuck off day, you know, like a real fuck off day, like a day where I just lay there all day and not do shit. Like, that's what I need. I don't have one of those forever, dude. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I had a day where I was like, hey. I had to work my ass off this weekend on bus. I still gave myself a fuck off day on Saturday. I can't Sunday, I was working that. my ass off. I was drawing like a maniac. I genuinely can't remember since I've gotten divorced. I can't remember the last time I've had like a day where I'm like, oh, I'm going to just sit around and do nothing today. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It's been one fucking thing after another. Oh, dude, I did my taxes, right? 
Mm. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get back 600 bucks. The IRS sends me a note saying, hey, we adjusted. You owe $700. I'm like, fuck. Why? I have no fucking idea, dude. And if anybody knows, please, by all means, say something. Leave a, <laughs> leave a five-star review. Yeah. Just fucking tell me what the fuck happened. <laughs> Why Uncle Sam creamed me in the ass today? I mean, I know that they are sharpening their dicks looking for money Fuck right yeah, I see that now. Man, you know, that's for sure. Like, oh, for the sake of war. Fuck. Like fucking raising gas prices and all kinds of shit. Well, the gas prices is just an economic inevitability because you have a fucking system in place that's a piece of shit. That's all it is. It's just fucking... That that doesn't have anything political. It's just fucking... You're just getting dicked the good old-fashioned way. That's just life. Just like your daddy got dicked, everybody got dicked. <laughs> like, you can't even argue that. The problem right now is just that the money isn't worth what it is. No. You know, we went to Whole Foods the other day, and we, the beef was cheaper there than in Publix. It's really fucking weird. Like, the ground beef was cheaper. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, That's like, weird. You guys buy ground beef. Yeah. I like ground beef. Yeah, my girl gets that. She gets a soup cut sometimes, and she does this thing where she puts it in with some fucking um, jalapenos from the can, the little cans. Oh, sure. And then she puts it in the, like, cooker, mm-hmm. and she leaves it. That shit's good as fuck. We make tacos. Facts. Facts, nigga. <laughs> you know it. Fucking tacos. Who's saying say no to tacos? That's you know. Again, talking about things that disqualify you as a <laughs> as a person of interest. You don't like tacos. I think if you're a person that thinks tacos are okay <laughs> and you don't really like Led Zeppelin, we're not friends. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Actually, you've made an enemy. Yeah, right. Like we are now foes. I don't know if I'd be an enemy, but I'm suspicious of you. Like now, I'm like, if I don't. You don't like tacos. We're going to have a problem, bro. Yeah. That's just where I stand on it. Like, I already know you're probably a scumbag. Like, I have this thing when people say, I don't like chocolate. Like, I feel like you're being an edgelord. Yeah. Like, you're, you're just trying to be cool. It's contrarian bullshit. That's yeah. what it is. And, and I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like, you seriously don't like chocolate? No, I don't like chocolate. Like, I don't like sweets. Okay. Sure. Like, never? Like, never. You never wake up with a sweet tooth. So, right now... I put a bunch of good fresh donuts out. Nope, not yeah. one for you, right? Ever. Okay. Right now. You're not gonna take a you take a midnight bong rip, and you're not gonna sit there and going a glazed donut is awesome. Dude, I I don't get it. Man. That, that's you know what I'm saying? Like if you wanted a, I uh, need we need to have a test to find out where the androids are. Wouldn't that be it? Like that's it right there. Hey, do you wanna? Hey, man, you smoked that joint with me, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Do you want a donut? Nah, no thanks. He's a Cylon! <laughs> He's a Cylon! Like, ah, 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 like the sparks, the gears are in his face. Ow. Hey, uh, you know. No human being does know to fucking... He's a fucking Cylon. <laughs> Goddamn son of a bitch. That's how you do it. I'm fucking wasted tired for some reason. I'm going to go to sleep. Oh, well, are you still doing the crazy shit? You're out, right? Oh, let me... Hey, folks, welcome to another Fuck at the Podcast. I'm here uh, from the comic book shop because, as always, I'm busy, and I said, you know what? It's better to put something up than nothing up, and it's better to... 
I record this when I have a chance. Right now it's a little dead. I'm waiting to do, I'm about to open some Marvel boxes to put the Marvel books up. So, yeah. So we put everything together now. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty good thing. Uh, we gotta, we're going to, you know, discuss worth, discovering your worth and what your worth is about. And then uh, some shop talk with Hyro, who was just here a little while ago. We talked shit and it was a fun time and everything else. So, uh you know tune in and uh, listen to everything that is going on and i'll do stuff on the outro yeah that's what it's gonna be sure So that was the show, everybody. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry that lately that we've been late with stuff and everything, but this episode will be on time. Ha-ha. Um, I know it's been a bitch. What are you going to do? It's like, Juan, you have one job. But I have actually several jobs. <laughs> Between the comic book shop uh, here at Goblin's Heist or also uh, working on uh, the comics and working on illustrations and doing some other stuff i have some stuff coming up now if you tune into my patreon or any of these other ones you'll find can see a lot more stuff coming in or go to fuakata.com uh oh great and that's my my computer going off in the background with more stuff to look at uh what's it called you you'll you know you'll see that i'm always doing something but i like to include you in i like to do the podcast and so you guys can hear it and everybody enjoys yay so thank you guys for tuning in thank you to everybody that i watched uh the last one had a good a couple of numbers on it uh thank you guys for hanging out i i really appreciate that there are people out there listening to the podcast it warms the cockles of my heart um more stuff to come up uh we're working on a couple of new things uh, uh going on and i'm working on some new comics uh check out webtoons i have two series going on there right now zombie years is back issue six is being serialized all through uh until august so we have new episodes so a new one's dropping uh today if you're listening to this on wednesday every wednesday and on saturday uh the video archives are being dropped also uh that's going to be going through till august i think so also um still pulling you know it's looking at these old files it's like you know pulling cables you know like pulling christmas lights out that you put away badly last year and you're like what the fuck did i do so i'm putting everything together as best as i can check it out on uh, webtoons i will put the links in the bio in the below and let me know what you guys think and i'm working on some new comics and hopefully anthology will be out soon <laughs> god i want it to be out though uh working on it putting it together um and yeah i'll be back next week with more fuakata for your ass all right so thank you and be good